the year 2020, I started a podcast about movies. Some episodes occasionally focused on other media as well. As I dealt with threatening interdimensional beings, I eventually met my other self from another universe where all the stuff I talked about got delayed. As it turns out, the stories as me and my guests described them were presented very differently in that other universe. So I continued podcasting these recaps, which apparently sound like improvised reviews, to entertain listeners of that other universe while they waited for the new release dates. Some episodes even focused on content of years past that did not come out in that other universe for whatever reason. The year is 2022. The podcast is now bi-weekly, unless stated otherwise. My name is Steven Schinder, and you're listening to Delayed Replay. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Delayed Replay, that podcast where we review and recap movies that came out on time in our universe but got delayed in that other universe. I'm your host, as always, Stephen Schinder, and joining me, uh, you may have heard him on a bunch of previous episodes. It would take a bit for me to list them, just take my word for it. It is Greg. <laughs> how, how, are you? You, how are you doing, Greg? <laughs> I'm, I'm good, thanks. Stev. <laughs> Stev. <laughs> yeah, I think the last one I was on must have been, what, Avatar 2? Was that the most recent one I've done? Yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah, that feels like so long ago. <laughs> I know, like, you haven't been on here since last year. Yeah, since the new format. I haven't, well, release schedule, I suppose. I haven't been right. on since. Yeah, like, every other week uh, this year, which, like, like, I realized when, you know, when I made the intro for this season, you know, the, that plays at the beginning, and I, I'm like... The podcast is bi week. It didn't occur to me until like after I already edited and put it out that like some people might be confused about what bi weekly means because apparently some think it means like twice a week, but I don't think people have run into that sort of confusion uh, so far. So, well, I think the easiest way to do it is say fortnightly. Yeah, I really should have said Fortnite, but maybe subconsciously I just didn't want to because I don't really care for that game. <laughs> I think things of an English thing, isn't it, to say Fortnite? Was it not? Yeah, it's more of it's not really in our American vocabulary that much, other than that video game that my brother loves. <laughs> you just go, oh, I'll see you in two weeks. Or yeah, we, we day. Oh, I'll see you in a fortnight. But yeah, yeah. It, that, now that I think about it, it does sound like I'm just talking about the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but speaking of 3D animated things, we're talking about DC <laughs> League of Super Pets on this episode. Well, what are we talking about? Oh, oh you mean Avatar? <laughs> well, well, Fortnite is also a oh, 3D animated okay. video game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, before I forget, shout out to Star Raptors podcast Outer Rim Transmission, which just um, like reached their one year anniversary. You know, a bunch of podcast anniversaries recently. But yeah. Hey everyone, this is Stephen. At a later time, a while after the recording. So my other self in that other universe went to Star Wars Celebration, and I want to mention that he recorded a react with Star Raptor to the video game Star Wars Jedi Survivor teaser. So if you're able to see that reaction video, go ahead and see it. Um over on Star Raptor's YouTube channel over there. Alright, now back to the podcast. League of Super Pets. So, uh, I can't remember if we've talked about your general thoughts on DC on the show, but I, I know you love some DC stuff, right? You want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, obviously, uh, obviously I've seen the Batman, because 
who hasn't seen the Batman at this point? Unless he just yeah, like, like it's been almost <laughs> like it's been almost a year. Like, of course, you know. <laughs> but yeah, the Batman was amazing. Um, I suppose you can Zack Snyder's Justice League. That that stuff was was awesome. Yeah, and then the Suicide Squad did a good job with that. The the animated stuff is always is always fun to watch because we we all, we always watch those together. Most of it is pretty good, yeah. Did did you end up watching the crossover <laughs> one with Teen Titans Go and uh, Superhero Girl show or whatever? No, I I will get around to watching it eventually. Right, yeah. I was like telling you that like I really don't care for either show. <laughs> like just the way they like. I mean, everyone knows Teen Titans Go, but with like Superhero Girls show, like I remember seeing bits of it. Uh, couple years back or so and like how they like basically infantilize um barbara gordon like make them characters like really childish to the point where it's like super annoying so like yeah I- i'm not really interested in that crossover it's kind of I wild think thing. i think i've only seen the lego version of superhero girls like it has some lego movies and i've seen those i think Oh, yeah, like it was one of those Lego special things. Yeah, because, I don't know, there's something about Lego movies that are just better than normal movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, anything Lego Star Wars is just incredible. Like, the yeah. stuff they come up with and the stuff they talk about is just like, just do this in real life, please. This is this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, like, I've loved the theatrical Lego movies, and I've seen... Like, one or two other DC Lego specials. I think one of them featured Shazam. And yeah, the Lego Star Wars games and shows are amazing. There's, like, a lot of DC stuff. And, and like, with all the stuff that various movies have covered, I guess it was inevitable that we would get a movie about these super pets. Like, what was your reaction when you first heard that this movie was going to be a thing? That this is the third movie in the Secret Life of Pets franchise. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Because <laughs> I've seen both of those. I, yeah, I think I... The, the, the second one had um, Liam Neeson in it. <laughs> I totally like forgot he was in it. But like the first one is basically just Toy Story. And then the second one, like, it seemed like it would go in an interesting direction at first. Like, uh, I don't know what other people were expecting, but I thought it would be the dog protecting the kid. And I thought that would be kind of cute. And then it just swerved and was something else completely. And I just didn't like the movie. So It was a bit weird. Yeah. But I, I did enjoy Super Pets more, thankfully. Um, when I first heard the announcement, I wasn't sure what to think. I was like, eh, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I guess I'll see what they do with it. Like, it sounded like a silly idea, but there are some silly DC things I do like, so I was willing to give it a fair shake. They ended up with a really great voice cast. You, know, you got Dwayne Johnson as Crypto. And Kevin Hart as Ace, the Bat Hound. Uh, John Krasinski, you know, we just talked about a Quiet Place franchise. Uh, he voiced Superman here. And you got Keanu Reeves as Batman. And you, you got, like, all these other pets uh, as well. But, yeah, like, what do you think of, like, the overall voice cast? Well, Dwayne Johnson and um, Kevin Hart, they're always funny together. Like, if you've seen... Jumanji? Yeah, yeah. The Jumanji movies, they always crack each other up. Yeah, like this was the reunion we were all waiting for, basically. Except Jack Black was in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they should have had a, a pet panda and have a voice by Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, that would have been amazing. <laughs> like, obviously, like, Keanu Reeves as Batman makes sense because you know he's basically john wick at this point so of course he'd be a dog person like (laughs) he'd have a pet dog and whatnot but yeah there are all these other pets as well like we've got 
a pig named PB, voiced by Vanessa Bayer. Uh, she she can grow like to the size of like basically become gigantic. And there's a turtle named Merton, voiced by Natasha Leone, who has super speed. And a squirrel named Chip, voiced by Diego Luna, you know, Cassian Andor himself, and has electric powers. And the way that they gain these powers is, like, the Justice League is, like, fighting Lex Luthor. And then, like, out of this incident, like, a piece of a gem, like, flies out into this pet store or pet shelter. And it basically gives some of them their powers. You know, Crypto, are like already has powers and is like uh super loyal to superman but yeah all these pets gain powers and they want to help the justice league now that lex has got them so like what do you think of like all of this like this whole like beginning of everything it was a good enough setup like i mean it could just start of like the pets being pets I suppose. So just going straight into it, but yeah, it was like kind of just like five minutes of them being pets. Like you have like all these like this quick montage of just normal conversations between the pets, and then it's like all of a sudden, well, this is happening really quickly. Yeah, I thought this was gonna be like a half hour in or something. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's it's kind of a good way of getting uh, more like straight straight into it, I suppose, because you get. Obviously, the the kryptonite involvement into the story and the pets get their powers. Yeah, and like I thought that a good chunk of the opening act would be like Crypto and Superman's friendship, but it turns out that they intersperse that through flashbacks throughout the movie to like hammer home how much he misses Superman. What'd you think of Crypto and Superman's friendship as it's depicted in this movie? Oh, he's, he's a super loyal ass dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, but I, I thought he'd be flying. Cause obviously, you know, you always see crypto flying. It was weird to see him be like a normal dog. Yeah, like he doesn't fly until like later in the movie when he feels like he needs to. And I know you hate like pop culture references sometimes, <laughs> but like, well, what do you think of the part where Superman lasers? into the mirror to iron his shirt and says, I guess I'm Iron Man. <laughs> uh, that, that, that was alright, even though it is the wrong universe. <laughs> right. Yeah, to me, it's always weird when DC or Marvel reference each other, like, overtly by mentioning, like, a specific character, and it's, like, kind of confusing, because it's like, wait, so... Is this universe fictional within that universe and then vice versa? Like, I I guess that's how, like, different universes work or something. It's really weird. Yeah, I guess we'll talk about uh, Sonic 2 and Chip and Dale quickly because of the uh, pop culture references in, in those. Like, because they did them so differently. Like, if you watch Sonic 2, the pop culture references just come out of nowhere and they're making no sense. And they have no bearing on anything, which is the kind that I don't like. But then the Chip and Dale one, obviously, because the whole the whole world is interconnected, and it just feels like it makes more sense in that universe. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I do get what you're saying. Now that you explain it, like I get where you're coming from, because um, before, like I was gonna bring these movies up, but beforehand i was kind of thinking it was strange how you you gave chippendale rescue rangers a higher score than sonic 2 when chippendale like has way more pop culture references and that's like what you disliked about sonic 2 yeah it's more like how you deliver it hey man like sonic is trying to relate to us yo like (laughs) You, you know, like Winter Soldier and Batman, you know, it's like what we watch, so it totally makes sense. I mean, there was one bit in Chip and Dale which like, annoyed me, the pop culture references, is when I can't remember if it was Dale or Chip, because I honestly couldn't tell the difference most yeah, of the time. Yeah, I mean, I didn't grow up with them, so like, I don't know. But... It was when he was walking home with the Air- with the AirPods in, that drove me mad. <laughs> oh, the bloody, I didn't even... The AirPods. Like... 
Oh yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, they were wearing, he's wearing AirPods, and then he takes them out, and then heavy metal music comes out. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't. Kind of a silly sticking point. It's just well because it's because it's it's, it's, a, it's a very blatant product placement to him having AirPods. Yeah, I guess. I think overall, I liked Sonic 2 more than Rescue Rangers. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just had more fun with Sonic 2 and was like, I'm not even really a Sonic fan. Like, I thought the first movie was fine, and but then, like, the second one was, like, way better. And, like, Rescue Rangers, I still enjoyed. And it's, well, I guess for us in our universe, it feels more normal because we've gotten like other weird crossovers like this whereas in that other universe it feels more like a fever dream yeah because um, obviously fast fast nine so oh, which was the fast nine fast ten or fast absolutely ten. yeah, yeah fast, fast ten went insane fast x <laughs> where like like transformers. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now like crossing over with jurassic world <laughs> yeah it's insane <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rescue Ranger is basically a modern day Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I consider those two movies like on par. That might be a controversial opinion, but I haven't seen the other one. Maybe someday you will. But yeah, I saw that one. My friends was really disappointed with Rescue Rangers because like this friend grew up watching the '90s cartoon and was like, they didn't use the voice actors or sound remotely like. The cartoon versions and it could have been just like any other character like the plot doesn't resemble the cartoon and it's like i i get where he's coming from but as someone like me who didn't grow up with the cartoon and kind of actively avoided chippendale because they seemed annoying to me so i just like was interested like i thought rescue rangers is actually quite fun in like some parts at least it's really enjoyable it's basically Wreck It Ralph breaks the internet. Oh yeah, there's also like a Wreck It Ralph. Um, yeah, he, like he has the arm. arm yeah, in <laughs> <laughs> it's just, which is so fun when like, picking out like, oh look, they have cars in here, and then <laughs> all the different animals and crazy stuff going on. Yeah, like I don't want to like spoil too many of the surprises, I guess, but it's like by this point, who doesn't know that like Ugly Sonic? Oh, Ugly Sonic! That was <laughs> that was beautiful. That that, that honestly saved that saved that. That, movie that was me. that was what made me want to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the voice the voicing for that is bloody amazing as well. Yes, yeah, uh, someone named, uh, I think the actor is Tim Robbins, or Tim Robinson. I, I don't know off the top of my head what else uh, he's done, but yeah, it just fit the character so well. Um, so yeah, hashtag release the ugly Sonic cut. <laughs> oh, the guy from Shawshank Redemption, is that one you're talking about? Oh, was that him? That's Tim Robbins. Yeah, I'm like looking up. Really tall dude. Okay, it's Tim Robbins' son, so not Tim Robbins. Oh, that's upsetting. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's, well, he's not dead, so it's possible. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's a comedian. Um, he's only been in two other movies, uh, Brother Nature, which I haven't seen, and An American Pickle, which I have seen. Uh, like Seth Rogen plays two characters in that one. It, it was alright. Um, yeah. Oh, he's on Star Trek Lower Decks for an episode. What about that? Also an episode of Solar Opposites. Yeah, but speaking of like weird crossovers, you know, we, we've been getting a lot of multiverse movies to the point where I've been feeling kind of like some fatigue from them. And so mm. going into Going into Super Pets, I was looking forward to just a f- just a, like a standalone movie with like just set within like on Earth. But then like a plot point of this movie is like Lex Luthor is trying to like open up the multiverse, and that's when you know the pets get like sucked into these other places, and it's like. Oh no, here we go again with these multiverse things. And like basically a cross promotion with that multiverses 
game where you see like Batman and Shaggy and some other characters. I'm, I'm so glad Shaggy was in this movie. Like, yeah, voiced by um, Matthew Lillard. He is Shaggy. Like anything he does, and like even in Scream, I'm like, that's just Shaggy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even though it was before. Yeah, like even even in that um one movie we watched where like the mom is a killer and it's like pre-scream and it's like oh is this Stu's origin story? <laughs> <laughs> well, serial mom. Yeah, serial mom. That was a, that, that was a fun <laughs> one. <laughs> that was insane. But yeah, they they have like ultra instinct Shaggy in this, and of course Scooby Doo as well. You know, he teams up with the Super Pets. And I know you probably hated this part when they were briefly in the Scoob universe. Oh, yeah, the one where they didn't get Matthew Lillard. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, like, the two Shaggies talking to each other, and they're, like, they're both, like, like, Zoinks! <laughs> you didn't let me in your movie! <laughs> Why didn't you let me be myself in your movie? <laughs> This was like a weird cross promotion thing. They even mentioned like the League of Super Pets game that's coming out in like July or something is like not even a post credit scene. It was like right in the middle of this movie. It was kind of annoying. They even had Pat Wheels in it. Oh yeah, what'd you think of that? That was amazing. <laughs> I was like, yes, give me Pat Wheels forever. I will, I will watch that show just because. Yeah, that's like a new one, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's airing yet. It's coming out in autumn, so. Yeah, well, like, what the hell is DC doing? <laughs> DC does what DC do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DC and... does what Marvel don't. Yeah, and Sco- Scooby-Doo also says, DC, DC do! <laughs> <laughs> so they also get Courage Academy Dog because of that Scooby-Doo crossover. Oh yeah, Courage was like 3D animated here, and it looked really weird. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like too realistic. It was yeah, like you had those wrinkles. <laughs> oh my gosh, it, like those SpongeBob memes where it's like realistic. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's zoom in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's that is the weirdest part of SpongeBob. I don't know why they do that. <laughs> this was. Also, like, a surprising guest appearance. Like, they somehow got the rights to, like, include him. But Snoopy, voiced by Snoop Dogg. Like, I was not expecting Snoop Doggy Dogg. <laughs> and then you, he also played um, the one from um, Adam's Family. Because he voices um, that as well, doesn't he? Snoop Dogg plays it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, that, right, yeah, and there's that one interaction between Snoopy and It, which, where they're like, hey, you sound kind of familiar, and it was like, same voice actor, dumb, <laughs> like, we get it, like, but, yeah, like, like, all this multiverse stuff, I was like, are you kidding me, it's like, I just need a break from all this, man, and, like, I know we're still getting more multiverse stuff, and, like, other like comic book things but it's like man there's been like so much like even like that Nickelodeon one recently where like yeah different Nickelodeon characters um and it was kind of like Smash Bros but it, it was like a different game oh yeah yeah so it's like yeah like the entertainment industry has been really wild recently they're doing everything everywhere all at once <laughs> I would say that's the best multiverse movie out of all of these. And it doesn't even have, like, a crossover with any other IPs. Probably because they can't afford to. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, it's, like, lower budget. But, like, with their budget, it's amazing how it looks. Like, the sequences and the visuals look really good for the budget that it has. Whereas very, like, other bigger budget things that just look fake with, like, the CGI and stuff. And yeah, go watch everything everywhere all at once, people. <laughs> yeah, just watch every movie at once. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Have like a million screens up and just engorge every single film. 
Not not everyone is you, Greg. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been watching a lot recently. <laughs> hey, you you watched like five the other day, yesterday. Yeah, that was like a rare occasion, but yeah, for the most part, I enjoyed those movies. Like, uh, big guy. <laughs> yeah, Lucy was like mid tier. Um. Like, that's one where, like, the main character becomes, like, super OP to the point where I just don't care anymore, and it's just a goofy-ass movie. But the other movies, like, Sonic 2, like I mentioned already, um, Big Eyes, uh... Big Guys? No, not not Big (laughs) Guys, Big Eyes, like, (laughs) what you see with on your face. Uh, so, like, that movie and her, which was surprisingly not a thriller like I thought it would be because like years ago I watched this episode of the boondocks where the AI on granddad's phone like tries to ruin his life and I thought that was what her would be like but it was kind of something else but it was still like amazing and uh the other one was Nightcrawler um not the X-Men the Jake Gyllenhaal one it's like so good there's like an office reference in this movie where like Superman uh, ends up in a universe where Lex Luthor is voiced by Rain Wilson, like in the other animated things. And so it's like a reunion between office characters, Jim and Dwight for a brief moment, which like some people in the theater were like, oh my gosh, it's Jim and Dwight. And like someone else like shushed them. It was kind of funny. Yeah, I'm like, I don't watch The Office. Go away. I only watch <laughs> British Office. <laughs> yeah like the pets like they demonstrate all their powers obviously and at some points they're like failing but other points they like eventually they get a good handle on them but it's like like, you know they have like these conflicts and talk about like teamwork and stuff like what do you think of the relationships but like how the pets were trying to get along or they like combine their powers together. But of course, basically, if like the pig enlarged, when the pig enlarged herself, like she could launch the pets. So like the electricity one just jumped on her and then like flew into Lexi's and like shot him. It's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, and, and then she's like, I kind of wish I had spider powers, but this is pretty neat. And it's like, <laughs> Oh, is that a spider, spider pig? <laughs> spider pig. Oh, spider pig from the Simpsons movie. Yeah, what's what's spider ham from Into the Spider Verse? Oh, <laughs> yeah, they have like really similar names and shapes. Yeah, definitely, because they're both pigs. Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, with Chip, I thought it was refreshing to see a squirrel with electric powers. Because I'm so used to the idea of squirrels being, like, super fast. Like, like we kind of see that with Scrat and Ice Age. But in Over the Hedge, there's that one squirrel that drinks so much coffee that he has, like, super speed. And, like, time looks slow for him in, in that scene. But, yeah, with this squirrel in this movie, I thought it was refreshing giving him the, the electric powers. Um, although I guess it is predictable that the turtle would have the super speed. Yeah, because uh, patience wins wins the race, clearly. Yeah, very fast. <laughs> <laughs> it a, no, it's a steady, steady wins the race, isn't it? The yeah, slow and steady part. wins the race. Yeah. But clearly, yeah. if you're super speed turtle, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, and there, there's a moment where this turtle is like, I wonder if I should wear a colored bandana. And they're like, nah. And it's like, oh, that's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reference. Okay, whatever. Yeah, and also, it's funny that you can, you can also call it Moaning Myrtle, because the name's Merton, a turtle, maybe a, a myrtle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. But it works. Ish. What what'd you think of Lulu the hairless guinea pig who was like the villain of this? 
it reminded me of the, the was a little goat in a Zootopia. Uh, oh yeah, the <laughs> yeah, I, I well, know who you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, definitely evil one. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's pretty obvious from the get go here, and I guess it has to be a hairless because like, oh, Lex Luthor is bald, so let's get a hairless animal. Just stick on the head if you want, but to tell where it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess they couldn't do a hairless cat because they already did that with the cats and dogs movies. Oh yeah. So we've been like two similar. The the movie was the ho- hotels for dogs. Oh yeah, hotels. I remember. I remember that movie, <laughs> Hotel for Dogs. That was that was my childhood. I swear, I've seen that too many times. <laughs> Yeah, I've only seen it once, but I remember enjoying it. And then there's a spy one as well. Or that, that's, that's just cats and dogs. I think it's yeah, a spy. Yeah, that, that's cats and dogs. There's also um, a guinea pig movie called G Force where the yeah guinea yeah pigs are spies. <laughs> like I can't believe I still remember that movie. That's like been lost to time. <laughs> well, it was a Disney movie, so. Oh yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, like, Nick Nicholas Cage is in it. <laughs> was he? I remember um Zach I almost said Zach Brannigan, like the future on like Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis is yeah. in it. And Bill Nye, Steve Buscemi, John Favreau. Oh yeah. I I totally forgot all these people were in this. I only remembered Zenby Cruz, Will Arnett, Deep Bradley Baker. Yeah, like I only remembered Zach Galifianakis. Um Will Arnett, Lego Batman himself. Yeah, what a, what a fantastic movie that was. Yeah, who also has a cameo in Super Pets, like meeting Keanu Reeves' suit Batman. <laughs> Batman meets Batman. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like so weird seeing Lego Batman in this 3D animation style. Cause it's like, like really tiny as well. It wasn't even full-sized. Right. It was just like, a toy that walked up to him. <laughs> Yeah, like, what'd you think of this animation style that they used for League of Super Pets? I, th- I think it was alright. It was not nothing to write home about, but it was it was decent. Yeah, I, I thought it was fine. I, I do wish that it was like the fur were, were more textured instead of just looking smooth. Cause uh, I feel like if DreamWorks did something like this, they would definitely make the fur look. Yeah. More they'd be furry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Cause we and, watched uh, another pet movie. Well, not a pet movie an animal movie. We watched the, the, the bad guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was something. Yeah. Also talked about, um, on delayed replay last year. <laughs> <laughs> That that two D animated movie, The Bad Guys. <laughs> yeah, very decent. Obviously, with these superhero team movies, you get the annoying bits where the team members are disagreeing and being like, "I should be the leader," or "You're not doing your job," or whatever. And so, uh, they kind of go their separate ways for a brief period of the movie, and you have like a sad song, like a depressing sounding song playing something in the way (laughs) (laughs) yeah they just recycled that nirvana song that these in the batman (laughs) with batman in this movie (laughs) yeah (laughs) if it ain't broke don't fix it oh my gosh are we gonna get that song in every dc movie now that features batman (laughs) if it does that'd be amazing in the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could get old pretty fast, but we'll see, I guess. Um, and so the pets, eventually they all like reunite at Frank's Pizza Shop, which also serves pet food that looks like pizza for some reason. And uh, they realize that they're all the same like they all have similar appetites and therefore they can work together it's like this really weird metaphor yeah they become a pizza they put their hands as each slice 
So then the arms become like a pizza. Right. <laughs> and they would orbit each other dynamically. <laughs> yeah, like they use that weird metaphor where they're like, just like the Earth orbits the sun, we can orbit around each other and work together codependently. Like the chewing gum orbits. <laughs> oh yeah, there's that weird plug for orbit. Like some some guys just walking by and it's like orbit chewing gum, part of this complete breakfast. And it's like But yeah, breakfast. Breakfast. Like who eats gum for breakfast? People have a very wholesome breakfast. Yeah, do do you put the milk in the bowl first or the gum first? You decide. Yeah, put the gum in the cereal. The gum is the cereal. Yeah, the cereal is just chewed up pieces of gum. No, no, that's oh disgusting. no, it just Never sticks mind. to the side of the bowl and you can't get it out. <laughs> yeah, you you accidentally swallow it and then you realize that you're not supposed to swallow gum because it just destroys your insides, which is obviously not true. Right. Yeah, and if that's not true, then it's probably not true that if you chew a hundred pieces of gum all at once, that it won't destroy your insides. Um, yeah. No, that probably is true. Like, don't. <laughs> uh, so crypto uses his dog sniffing skills to try to like follow Superman through the multiverse, and you know the the super pets all follow and whatnot. And they finally find the Justice League imprisoned by Lex in one of these universes. And Lex is like, ha you found me! You know, just really cheesy, over-the-top supervillain. Um, but what'd you think of this, like, final confrontation where they're trying to, like, help... Uh, you know, they've got, like, all these Justice League members. Wonder Woman, Cyborg, The Flash, Aquaman... Um, Oh, and I guess there was that part earlier where we see a flashback of, like, Crypto playing fetch with Lois, and she, like, lands in the ocean, and, like, Aquaman has to, like, get her out. <laughs> but then, obviously, we'll see the, uh, the NFT um, Justice League because of the crypto mining. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did the crypto bros come together? Yeah, they go to a universe where there's the Justice League are like two dimensional NFTs, this, and then they bounce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go, this dog's gonna crash soon, let's go. <laughs> Alright, but what, what'd you think of this like final fight where uh, they, they try to save like all these Justice League members? Uh, Jessica Cruz, Green Lantern, is there as well, which is an interesting choice because we're so used to seeing like. So those other guy Green Lantern. So I was like really, I was like really um happy that they went with her this time around. But yeah, what'd you think when the Super Pets were trying to save the Justice League here? The the it it became like OP. Well, like I swear, <laughs> <laughs> like like they just like became like a Megazord, and they all combined into one huge pet. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, <laughs> like one of the arms was like a turtle arm, but they also had like a shell around them. Um, <laughs> yeah, like the pig snout in there. Um, and like, yeah, like just like all these other like animal parts that just looked like stitched together. <laughs> There's even like this other super-powered animal that showed up called Pegasus, who basically is like a Pegasus, you know, that horse thing with wings, and I, I guess this one had a horn, but also had, like, a pig snout and a pig textured, like, was pink and whatever, even had, like, the curvy tail, and I was like, where did this character come from? Yeah, that's really weird, because, like, Lois Lane turned into the Pegasus. Yeah, I was like, how did Lois get this power? <laughs> yeah, she just she just ate a lot of pizza. Yeah, like, she, like she... Frank's Pizza Shop was a front for like. <laughs> yeah, like it. 
like at some point he he accidentally he got like radioactive pizza and like she ordered like the one with ham toppings and Brussels like sprouts. that gets the Brussels yeah, sprouts did it. Yeah, there were Brussels sprouts on there too. I guess for she says that that explains the like Pegasus part, but it doesn't really make sense. And they're like, don't don't overthink it. And they just like move on and with the fight. <laughs> <laughs> like Lex is like well you have a new friend so do I and then Black Adam played by Dwayne Johnson once again flies <laughs> in and basically has to like fight Crypto who's also voiced by Dwayne Johnson and then like he break, um, and then Black Adam breaks out into the song from Moana <laughs> like so yeah. like, like having like a sing battle <laughs> Yeah, like that that must have been quite pricey for them to like license that song. <laughs> yeah, Disney ain't gonna let that go cheaply. Right. Like it becomes like a song battle, like you said. There's even a point where crypto it is like, You may think you're fast and furious, but I'm gonna beat you furious. Like he rhymes furious with furious, and it's like really lazy, but like everyone in the theater was like, Oh, and I'm like what? He didn't even come up with a new word. What are you on about? <laughs> it's, it's comedy, Stephen. You wouldn't know it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you, you really go for the jugular, don't you? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, won't, I won't be forgetting this anytime soon, Greg. <laughs> the pop-up screen. Stephen will not forget this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's like this real weird song battle, kind of like that one Jackbox game. Um, oh, that. <laughs> that yeah, like Verse City or whatever it's called. The the one with the like Transformer looking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically what Pacific Rim, but rapping. Yeah, Pacific Rim, but funny. Wow, Pacific Rim, but not as good. Because <laughs> I enjoyed um, it. Madverse City is what it was. That's it, yeah. And Crypto, you know, obviously he beats Black Adam in this song battle. And, like, the last verse that uh, he sings just, like, comes out as, like, a dog roar that, like, blows Black Adam away into, like, some black hole. It was just, like, really over the top and, like, yeah. (laughs) And it's and like the celebration, like that animated Terry Crews comes in and then starts singing um the the, the song from White Chicks. Oh, a thousand miles. Yeah. <laughs> they just they just break out into song with like crypto like crypto just dances with this animated Terry Crews. It was like a victory dance kind of thing. It was kinda of weird, but I mean it was Terry Crews, so it's kinda of funny. Yeah, I'm just glad it actually looked like Terry Crews and it wasn't him in that disguise. <laughs> <laughs> so unsettling. It's bloody weird. Um, and, and yeah, Lex Luthor, uh, like, like the Justice League get freed and of course they team up with the Super Pets and so you see each of them like running alongside a different one. Like obviously Flash runs alongside the Turtle one, and they're like racing each other to see who wins the race. Um, and like, there's for some reason the internet is debating like who won this race, like between the Flash and Merton. Like, from your point of view, like from your perspective, who did it look like won the race? Um, I think the turtle, because like his turtle head just made it out quicker. Okay, yeah, that's how it looked to me too. Well, like the first time I watched it, it looked like the Flash might have won. But then, like I-, I went to see the movie again the next day for whatever reason, and that time I was like, okay, it looks like the Turtle won that time. Yeah, it's a Turtle heads, man. Turtle heads. Yeah, they take down Lex Luthor, and, you know, throw him in jail and whatnot, and the heroes and the pets like celebrate, and then you have like this bonding moment between Batman and Ace the Bat Hound because like this is like 
before here, um, Ace wasn't with Batman, so now it's like they're bonding over how like Batman had his family take away from him, and Ace had his himself taken away from his family, and they're like super brooding and whatnot. And then like Ace like just pounces on Batman, and they like bond and become friends. Yeah, I did find it funny that he was named after Chemical Factory. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> like, why would you call your dog after eight chemicals? It's a bit... It's sus. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, and, like, there's also, like, a cameo from Lucius Fox, voiced by Morgan Freeman, a.k.a. the guy Batman referred to as whoever Morgan Freeman played in that one movie. <laughs> that one movie? <laughs> right, I guess it was three movies, yeah. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, what did you think of how they wrapped things up here? Um, well, they all, they, they all sat down in, in, in front of the couch, and then they watched the Batman together. Which I thought was quite funny. It was like this real weird shout out to Rick and Morty where they somehow got interdimensional cable so they could watch other universes. And so they were watching the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, like, you know, we have the credits and there's a mid credit scene and they're like, that was good. Let's see what else is on. And then they start watching the Flash movie that's coming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then it's, it's, it's like an animated flash because they don't know who's going to be playing him right and then there's there's a post credit scene where uh, it shows you know they're taking a vacation through different universes for some reason and they end up in the city where Megamind and Metro Man live <laughs> and they're like Metro City yeah, Metro City. <laughs> or, or Metro City, if you're... <laughs> yeah, like, I guess they got DreamWorks for this sequence. What did you think of that post credit scene? That, that was amazing. I, I, everyone shouted in happiness at that scene. Yeah, like, I don't know if they intend to do, like, a full-on crossover sequel like i kind of hope not like if it's just for this scene i would i'd be happy with that but scene on its own i thought it was pretty funny like, it, like, it was done well like like some post-credit scenes people wanted to be like oh super important consequential foreshadowing but other times like it can just be something weird and fun like this so i, I guess we'll go into final thoughts then so what are your final thoughts and score out of 10 for dc league of super pets it, it was a pretty pretty decent dc movie yeah the, the the cameos were quite funny they kept on coming um i have nothing to complain about really apart, apart, apart from like the the scooby-doo bit that was a bit weird yeah, yeah, bit out of place there. Why with DC? Um, <laughs> so I think I give this film six, just six, six out of ten Batman's because that's so many Batman's to wear in this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like let's count them. We had the um, Keanu Reeves Batman though. Lego one, the the Batman, the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Christian Bale Batman. Yeah, the Christian Bale Batman was there. That was weird. Yeah, they had Beware the Batman, the weird 3D animated one from like ten years ago. Yeah, and they had. Um, of the Batwheels one. Yes, that was it. Yeah, Batwheels. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think I'm in like a s slightly similar boat. Like this was like this movie had funny moments, but was kind of predictable. Um, so, I mean, it was kind of a fun time, but it, it didn't blow my mind. It was like more like comfort food, I guess. 
So I'd give this seven out of ten Brussels sprouts. Nice. Brussels sprouts that makes you a pig pig pigasus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now now before we close out, we actually have an email to read and respond to. Uh, you got so, you got mail. <laughs> yeah, like the Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan movie. Yeah, we just got a letter. <laughs> Let's see who was from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It> was, was... <laughs> yeah. Apparently, so I've been rewatching Timmy the Tooth, which I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's like with puppets and from the mid '90s, but apparently they had a talking mailbox there as well and it was like before blues close so i started to rip them off (laughs) (laughs) um but anyway so this email is from oliver titcomb from that other universe um we know our version obviously but let's let's see what this one has to say this time so it says dear delayed replay steven just listen to the second anniversary edition of Delayed Replay, a celebration of one of the greatest podcasts ever. Well, uh, just just like break break away for a moment. I'm like really flattered by that. That like he thinks that this is one of the greatest podcasts ever. <laughs> it's the greatest podcast ever. <laughs> You're the best around. Nothing to ever keep. Okay, I'll continue reading. So. One reason for its success was the use of guests for each episode. Occasionally, same person from before, but sometimes new people, including other me. As a result, they promote their stuff, including their own podcasts. Two podcasts that were promoted were Question Possible Answer, the one made by Jesse, where he deconstructs popular and more obscure films that are the same in both universes, like with Delayed Replay, I made a fan-made letterboxed list for each episode. More recently, you had Andres on for the second anniversary. In it, he brings up just two lads and even implies it will start releasing new episodes. I've now started listening to that. It's very good. Thanks, Andres. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Oliver Titcomb from that other universe where the movies we reviewed got delayed. Um. So yeah, I actually listened to that Pitch Black episode of Question Possible Answer. I think that's where Jesse mentioned that he got a message from Oliver about that letterboxed list. Like like stuff like that shows dedication, like, you know, making the time to like list the movies in the order they're talked about. It, it's pretty neat. Um and yeah, just two lads. I remember Andres saying it would be a while before it comes out again. Like, like I vaguely remember, he, I, maybe Kelsey said this, that possibly August that would be back. So maybe Oliver will be caught up listening to that by the time that comes out, whenever it does. Um, but yeah, thanks for the email, Oliver. Um, Greg, do you have like any thoughts on his email? Well, it's, it's it's been a good good uh, experience. Like even back when like I first started coming onto this, because we we helped you start season two. And right. Yeah, it, it's been a it's been an interesting ride to say the least. Although, yeah, these like... these films that have been delayed and people haven't seen yet, but we have, is very upsetting. <laughs> yeah, it's very upsetting that we've seen some of them. <laughs> yeah, we've seen Avatar 2 before you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, time flies quickly and we we still don't really have names to designate these two different universes. Yeah, but more recently I was thinking in TV shows or in comic books, they'll use a number or a letter or something and then people will argue about whether a number or letter means that like it's better like oh we want to be a not b or we want to be one not two like that type of thing so um i was thinking maybe instead of numbers or letters like it could be food items so like maybe 
that other universe could be universe mustard and we could be universe mayonnaise. <laughs> what, like, from the game Pluto? <laughs> mustard. Oh, like <laughs> Colonel Mustard. <laughs> I was thinking you, you just call it different names. Like, one could be called John and the, the, the other one could be called... Somebody, somebody, somebody had a funny name from Yonir, and I can't remember what it was. From where? So, so somebody called um, Yonir. He was like, "Oh, well, what would you call Thor's hammer?" And he was like, just gave a random name. <laughs> oh, I mean, Thor's hammer is called Mjolnir. Yeah, no, but the, one of the actors just gave it a stupid name. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember. You don't remember that? Ant-Man, Guy. God Paul. Lang. <laughs> no, Paul Rudd. So, Paul Rudd? Yeah. Beyond. How do you even spell Mjolnir? I don't even know. That, spell, that's... It begins with an MJ. Jonathan. That's it. Oh, wow. <laughs> he, says, he says those hammers named Jonathan. <laughs> Does it just say John? I literally said John. See, I knew, I knew all along what it was. Is in my, is in my head. So, right. <laughs> so we keep basically want to get at eventually is that one of the universes could be called Jonathan, and then the other one could be called Tabitha, for no apparent reason, just to be funny. Yeah, I don't know. It could work. I, I kind of like the food idea, but like, mustard and mayonnaise. Yeah, but it's mainly uh, well, I know Andres doesn't like mayonnaise so i thought that's kind of funny um and um, like you hated the mayonnaise gummy bear <laughs> video i shared oh, like that, recently. That was nasty. <laughs> yeah i'll link it in the show notes just don't <laughs> I'm, i already didn't <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah people uh i guess what what do you think listeners feel free to write to the podcast about this delicate matter Delayed replay podcast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on universe name designations. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for joining me again, Greg. Uh, go ahead and uh, advertise what you're part of again. Yeah, I'm part. Well, I'm not part. Of, I am the president, of course. Bloody hell. All right, you, you you are the society. I am I am the society. We live in a society. Um, <laughs> I'm the president of the the Sussex University uh, Cipher and Horror Society, where we just we just watch random movies. Like we watched uh, Splatter University last week, which was weird. People just died instantly. Very very quickly from knife wounds. Quote unquote brilliant. It was it was it was so enjoyable. I swear. Uh, <laughs> I, I would I would not watch it again. So I take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephen can leave the uh, Discord link below. You can you can join us. You don't have to be part of this, of the university because. Steven isn't. He left long ago. Right, yeah. I just uh, packed my stuff and left. I was like, peace, y'all. Yeah, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to be improv, dude. <laughs> <laughs> peace out. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually um, ran an improv sock while I was over there. Like, for a brief time. Is that why it's dead now? Because he left. <laughs> well, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. the only one who went. There were a couple. Well, attendance wasn't high. It wasn't ideal. I'll say that. But anyway, <laughs> enough of that. Improv with yourself. <laughs> you talking through the mirror? Yeah. The, who who would improvise with himself? Like talk to themselves on the podcast? Like who would do that? Yeah. You have never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I'll leave that link in the show notes, of course. And people can follow me at Steven Schinder on Instagram and Twitter. Steven Schinder Storytelling on Facebook. 
You can find my fantasy or comedy novel Lemons of My Grain on Amazon. Go to steveshinder.com for more info. And the next book, Trespassing Through the Visages, will be out sometime later this year. Mm. Um, and uh, you can also find me on the podcast Yes Shift, which I do with my dad. We've interviewed a few Yes members and a few other people sort of associated with Yes. And we also just talk amongst ourselves on different yes and related topics um i'll I'll link that as well and uh yeah i think that's pretty much everything i have an idea of what the next episode will be uh which comes out on june 18th and i have an idea of what that'll be so you'll see but for now i'm considering it might be that Frank the Pug movie that Men in Black Hello? spinoff that Men in Black spinoff that came out in the 2000s over here for some reason. Um, but yeah, so another dog movie. Is it yeah. animated series? The hell? <laughs> Is it Men in Black the series? I just found out there's a Men in Black series. So. Oh, I mean, I've known about that since like it was on. But uh, yeah, but yeah, this is one of those movies that came out only over here and not over there. Oh, I see. Like like those weird Space Jab sequels. Yeah, like they all have the memory erasing features. <laughs> most of them. No wonder they made no money. <laughs> they forgot to pay on the way out. No money that we recall. Yeah, exactly. Hey, where the where that where the ten dollars I spent it? Oh, yeah, must must have gotten lost in the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> right, but without further delay, have a good day. <laughs> <laughs>